you're just so full of positivity. It's amazing. This is the Drew World Order. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. The Great Seal of the United States. And that Great Seal of the United States has on it Novus Order Seclorum, a new order for the centuries, for the ages, forever, for the ages. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's families. But I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence in the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. All right, Gnostics Part 4. Gnostics Part 4. Archons Part 4. We haven't had a three-part Gnostic series. Archons Part 4. To review, Archons, talked about in the Nagamati Scrolls, and a lot of this episode is going to be review, as well as how to rid yourself, how we rid ourselves of the Archon parasite, Gnosticism. Gnostics were rivals to Irenaeus, who established the canon of the four Gospels of the New Testament. Christianity's rise to power with the Roman Empire, as a state religion had to eliminate the competition Gnostics. Gnostics threatened the salvationist movement due to something they claim to know surrounding our origins. The first apocalypse of James offers a glimpse of higher education in mystery schools. Education concerning the supernatural, the paranormal, parapsychology, and the noetic sciences. And within these mystery schools were founders and leaders who were called Gnosticoi, those who knew divine matters, those who know divine matters. Extensive noetic and parapsychological training undertaken by cells, teams of three, and maintained for generations provided adepts of the pre-Christian mysteries 
to sense predatory ETs, extraterrestrials, and what they were referred to as archons. These cells, led by the Gnosticoi, Gnosticoi, what they were attempting to do was sense, basically they were attempting to discern the origin and habitat of these ETs, identify their forms, unmask their motives and methods, and how to resist them, otherwise known as psychic detection. The Gnosticoi were also acute observers of the social world, meaning a rigorous deconstructive view of history in addition to the belief systems that drive human behavior. Gnostics asserted that the paternal father god of Jews and Christians alike, Yahweh, Jehovah, was one of the Archons. An alien intruder, they insisted that this alien predator is insane and working against humanity. A text in the Nag Hammadi collection discovered in Egypt in December of 1945, an unnamed teacher declares to his student, Behold, I shall reveal to you the path of deliverance. Whenever you are seized in the soul and undergo mortal fear, a multitude of archons may turn on you, thinking they can capture you. Continuing, and in particular, three of them will seize you. Those will pose as toll collectors. Not only do they demand toll, but they take away souls by theft. We continue. The certainty of a supernatural confrontation, the mortal fear it inspires, the threat of being captured or taken hostage, the large number of predators, their habitat of appearing in threes, the demand for tribute or toll, the feat of abduction to take away souls by theft. Gnostics saw this threat, called the Archons, operating along two trajectories. Psychic intrusion or mental parasitism by deviant and inverted beliefs framed in religious ideology, such as an off-planet father god, the chosen people, messianic expectations, the redemptive value of suffering, original sin, or other words, apocalypse and divine retribution. In Gnostic cosmology, the earth does not properly belong to the celestial clockworks of the solar system, but it is merely captured in it. So the Archon Consciousness be centered upon uh, things like uh, sexual desire, emotions of competition, lust, rape, torture, hate, murder, reign supreme. And in a lot of ways, you could say that this is the source, the true source of all of our problems. The world revolves around money and sex. The Archonic Consciousness creates a constant desire for sex, replication of its host, because it is a parasite, and the need for power over others as a means of control. Violence and oppression are frequencies of dissonance and lead to conflict and misery for the herd, or creating bad vibes, which is food for the parasite. Remember, they feed, their sustenance is low vibrational energy. Okay? You and I, what we visualize on this material plane is but a small fraction of everything that exists as far as energetic waveform information that we decode into the three-dimensional holographic universe. We see a very tiny band of light. We are decoding a very tiny frequency. Outside of that frequency are other radio stations, but we, our DNA, is configured to decode our 3D world, what we see every day, the things in front of us. Now, having said that, each one of us has the power and the capacity to create their own reality. So what you're experiencing in your life is simply a reflection of the inner workings 
your subconscious, how you feel from day to day, angry, upset, jealous, regret, whatever it is. You get out what you put in. A gentleman by the name of Robert Monroe coined the term louche rote. Robert Monroe claimed that he was able to travel on an astral plane or claimed astral travel and out-of-body experiences. His OBEs, out-of-body experiences, led him to the understanding that Earth world is a farm set up for the sole purpose of harvesting the energy of fear and suffering from living creatures. The parasite works by division and sucks off the emotional energy caused by eternal conflict. And from the Matrix movies, as Morpheus says, we are all batteries. We're here to power the machine city. So, what do we do? What do you draw from all this? Well, I heard Jordan Peterson this week discuss how every one of us, you, me, we are all nodes in a network, and you are the node, the central node of your network. And I kind of put something together to help me understand it, and I hope it helps you understand. The information that you are broadcasting from you, meaning your perception, your awareness, your thoughts, feelings, how pleasant or unpleasant you feel, is being streamlined along the network because you are a node in a network and your connection to other people, your relationship to other people, that is the network. So your perception, your overall joy, what you are vibrating to, how heavy or how light is being streamlined to other nodes who are centralized in their network. So you are the center node of your network, your significant other, whoever it is that you have a relationship with, your boss, that person would be the center node in their network. The information that you broadcast, how you conduct yourself, your character, how happy or sad you are, how bitter or forgiving you are, how open or closed you are. That information is being streamlined to other nodes in this network. Some of those nodes or people operate as a derivative of your mand, meaning some of those people will look to you as a leader. As you go, they will go. As they go, we will go. For whatever reason, a boss, a job, compromise in a relationship, raising your children, whatever it is, whatever it might be. The desire to fit in or the desire to stand out. Some of these people or nodes will block you off like a firewall. And to these, you communicate what you feel to be most important. Speak your truth. If they firewall you because you represent love or truth, then you must not slow the movement, the speed of information or frequency. Do not slow or alter your truth which is love, whatever, that's vibrating to a higher resonance. You must not slow the processing speeds of that information or frequency of love. Pass that frequency to the channels in your network that do not firewall the inversion. So find the people that do embrace that message. Don't try to preach it to the firewalled network, the firewalled nodes. Those people are never going to understand it, okay? They have firewalled themselves off. Don't waste your time trying to hack their firewall, okay? 
should you sell out to a firewalled network and become what you were attempting to stop, you basically have just firewalled yourself in side a firewall of hate. Hate begets hate. It's the same as the opposite if you're attempting to find the people that resonate to your message of truth, love. The opposite goes too. If you buy into the game of hate and bigotry and jealousy and low vibrational information, and should you sell out to that, you have trapped yourself, you have firewalled yourself off, firewalled yourself into the same network or sub-network, which is hate, jealousy, anger, fear, strife, turmoil, whatever it might be, of similar vibrational resonance. Some will never escape, meaning they will give up and they will accept and justify what they promised to never become. They become what they were fighting. They become what they were attempting to fight and attempting to stop. And part of the reason they will never be accountable for that or don't wish to face their mistake is they fear what they may have to deal with should they escape. They won't get to blame anybody. They will have to look in the mirror and face themselves and be accountable for selling themselves out, selling themselves short. A lot of people can't do that, don't want to do that. A lot of people don't want to be accountable for what they've done as far as giving up their hopes, dreams, selling themselves out, becoming what they promised to never become. There is great power in being accountable. I've said this before, it's difficult to own your successes unless you are willing to own your failure. This Archon Force seems to succeed in getting us to stray from the path of normalcy and they enjoy introducing something that might pique our interest a little bit but then once our interest is peaked and we start down that road deviating from normalcy or love they continue to double down and find the most perverse and inverse way of tricking us or getting us to trick ourselves into continuing that trek down the unrighteous if that's a word i don't know Chevron had a logo or a motto a few years ago, I don't know if they still use it, but it was called Human Energy. Chevron has the cube as their logo. It's about getting us off the path, and then they don't have to do anything else after that because we continue to make the same mistake, veering farther and farther away from source. and. They just get to sit back and enjoy the degradation or the manifestation of what we are now creating our reality to be, which is chaos, inversion, perversion, whatever it might be. Just look at the porn industry. So nodes in a network, you're a node, I'm a node. You are the central node in your network. I'm the central node in mine. Our connection ensures the flow of information. Information 
is not good or bad. It's how that information is used. Remember the saying, energy flows where attention goes. So I would ask, in order to defeat the Archons, or to rid humanity of this parasite, what information, what type of information, what is the vibration of info that is flowing from your node? What are you broadcasting? And that information, whatever you choose to broadcast, keep in mind, that is the center hub of your micro network. So Archons part one, we talked about the three types, neonetic, sociological, and organic. They attempt to deviate humans from gnosis, meaning they will invert us. And having, while they do that, they also lack intentionality, meaning they can't create anything from squat. So they depend on us to do it. Part two, we discussed the Demiurge, Saturn's connection. Saturn is everywhere. Anytime you see a black cube, that's Saturn. We talked about Sophia. We talked about the power of perception and awareness. The projection, or what this is that we are all experiencing. Our decoding process. Part 3 was a little bit of a review of Part 1 and 2. Uh, some of their tactics, how they keep us locked in the root chakra. Sexual deviancy. How logos and symbolism attribute their parasitism over us, some of their tactics, subliminal ads, they want your perception. It's an information war. If they have your mind, if they have your awareness, your perception, then they don't have to worry about anything else. That's all they want. If you think that this is what they want you to think it is, which is the material world, even the material world is but illusion as we discussed with James Goy Jr. And remember the power of the reptilian brain, the R-complex, your fight or flight. They want you decoding life and reacting on almost every circumstance or situation from the R-complex, which is a fight or flight response, not logical, not common sense, not rational. It's kill or be killed from the R-complex. So if you can find a way to get your lizard brain to calm down and vacate after a chaotic situation or tragedy or something that makes your world fall apart, you're going to have a better chance to understand and react to that situation in a much more calm and rational standpoint rather than let the lizard brain. It's either going to fight or flee, neither of which I think we have enough of that on this planet. And remember the movie Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc., in that movie, they were traveling through doorways to into interdimensional realms, scaring children, and then capturing the energy of those screams from children, bringing them back to their city or realm, and using the energy from those screams of the children to power their city, power their realm. Possibly might be the most accurate movie in the history of film as it relates to the Archons and who's really running things. Listen, hey, uh, I may or may not be Bill Clinton, and you are listening to the Drew World Order, and I want you to listen to me. As I say, that that's what you're listening to, the Drew World Order. Thank you.